Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soapbox Stand-Up. My name is Lucas Muller, and it is Monday, July 26. Real Salt Lake had a double game week as they drew 2-2 with LA Galaxy on Wednesday, but had a triumphant win over the Colorado Rapids, winning 3-0 on Saturday. Without a doubt, the LA Galaxy game felt like a loss. Um, It was a game that RSL had gone up 2-0 in the first half. The first goal coming in the ninth minute, um, Albert Rusnak goal with assists from Aaron Herrera and Chang. Um, And then in the 26th minute, um, Ruby Rubin and Rusnak assisted Chang. As he put uh, the home set up 2-0, it felt like RSL were strong and dominant, but things started to shift. Um, and then Victor Vasquez, as he does against Real Salt Lake, got the first goal to put LA Galaxy back in it. And then um, things kind of went worse. And then in the 77th minute, late in the game, LA Galaxy got their second goal, and RSL was um, forced to, to split the points with LA Galaxy. Now, this was an LA Galaxy side that were missing some key players in Chicharito and Legette, who's away with uh, the U.S. squad for the Gold Cup. It's a team that um, RSL could have beaten, should have been able to beat, but um, a pattern that we have seen time and time again so far with this team has been giving up goals late. Have not They've not been able to see out wins. It feels like a, a real defensive struggle to see out when they have leads. Um, and this game was no different. Uh, they simply could not hold on to that. Um, Rubio Rubin, after the game, said it felt like the team had lost focus, which is a problem when you have a new signing, a guy that's just been signed to a longer contract, and is kind of one of your marquee uh, strikers saying that the team lacks focus. Uh, that's not good. Uh, both Albert Rusnak and Freddy Juarez seem kind of at a loss after the game to say... Um, what the problem was, why things weren't working. Uh, it seems to be, I mean, at its essence, a defensive problem. The team is scoring goals, but simply not able to hold on to those leads, unfortunately. That loss was on Wednesday, uh, but on Saturday, things turned around and turned around in a really dramatic fashion. Uh, RSL beat the Colorado Rapids 3-0. The Rapids, the last time they faced them was at Rio Tinto, and uh, the Rapids gave RSL, I believe, their worst loss uh, in home history, losing 5-0. And in that scoreline, they gave up the Rocky Mountain Cup, even though they had won several other games over the Rapids that season. Um, And uh, this was a huge win. It was a statement win. It was a win that, that really showed that the problems that were coming up and that we saw very evidenced on Wednesday could be solved and were solved for this game. Um, I think for me personally, it is the best I have felt about substitution patterns from the coaching staff all season and maybe in several years, honestly. Um, I think Freddie Juarez and his staff deserve a ton of credit because they got this one right. The substitutions came early with um, Bobby Wood, who got a start, which was needed going out early for Rubio Rabin in the second half, and Rabin coming in and being an impact player. Wood was given enough time to start and integrate and control and do really well in that match. Obviously, he got the second goal. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, But uh, Rubin was also given enough time to come in and impact. He was able to adjust and 
Uh, obviously one of the more impactful players as he got the third and final goal for Real Salt Lake. So to break down uh, this game a little bit more, the first goal came from a really honestly embarrassing own goal from William Yarbrough. He just miscontrols the ball really close to um, uh, his goal and essentially sends it in completely under his own power, um, something that was completely and totally avoidable. Um, and uh, Matt Gash had a really funny tweet uh, right after that. He's said someone's going to end up on Sports Center, and you feel really bad for Yarbrough in that situation. Probably if it was any other team other than the Rapids, more RSL fans would be sympathetic. But um, totally an own goal in that. Not not enough pressure to really be like, oh, it's an own goal, but you know it was really forced. No, that is a pure mistake from, from the goalkeeper there. In the 30th minute, Bobby Wood, absolutely excellent run. He just kept holding into the ball. Um, I thought he was going to pass, but then he just slots it home in a fantastic way. Uh, gets his first goal for Real Salt Lake, something that was really important for him. Um, and it just proves that when he's given minutes, when he's given time in the game, he can be extremely, extremely effective. He went out in the 55th minute where Rubio Rubin came in for him. Um, and we saw uh, Rubin get an assist, or excuse me, get a goal in the 76th minute. I think it's his first goal since May. It had been a while. Demir Krylock provided the assist there. But RSL, um, very much in control of this game. Uh, it's a game where, you know, some of the stats don't represent the level of control it felt like they had. Um, granted, Colorado was weakened. They've got a couple of key players out with the U.S. national team right now. Um, interestingly enough, the Rapids outpossess them 58% to 41.8. Um, they outshot them nine to five, but each team had two shots in goal, which is kind of incredible that RSL won three zero when they only had two shots in goal. So that's something I think worth considering, but more than that, they were able to keep, um, keep the clean sheet. Uh, stave off the attack. Um, Alex Fehar did a good job of pointing out that uh, the team was working hard and cutting out those crosses. They weren't giving uh, the Rapids time or space in the box. And that, to me, feels like a massive leap forward over the defending we saw against the Galaxy on Wednesday night. That wraps up three games for RSL in seven or eight days. They did only take four points from a possible nine, which is disappointing, but you have to consider that they faced LA Galaxy, uh, LAFC, and the Colorado Rapids, all teams um, that are above them in the standings. And so not the best results, but we're seeing an improvement um, if you're looking at a loss, a draw, and then a win. Their next game is on 731 against the Houston Dynamo, um, and they're on the road for their next three games. So 731, they take on the Dynamo. Um, 8-4, they'll face LA Galaxy again, and then on August 7th, they will be away to the Portland Timbers. They won't return until August 14th when they host Austin uh, for the first time in, in uh, team history, so it'll be fun to see Austin here. Other than those uh, upcoming games, there's not a whole lot of news for RSL this week. Uh, notably, new center back Tony Dakovic is out injured with a uh, quad strain. 
Hopefully it's something minor and he'll be back soon, but he was listed as out rather than uh, questionable or even probable on this past week's injury report. For the Real Monarchs, they had a very dramatic 3-2 win against the Las Vegas Lights on Friday night. Uh, Las Vegas scored first in the 23rd minute through Christian Torres. Um, and then, our, then the Monarchs, excuse me, came back in it through uh, Charlie uh, Weehan. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but Charlie scored in the 38th minute. Uh, then Las Vegas went ahead in the 61st minute through uh, Cal Jennings. Um, the Monarchs then leveled through Max Mata in the 73rd. And then it looked like it was going to end 2-2, but in the 96th minute, uh, uh, Jason Ramirez earned a penalty kick, um, and Milon Ilowski took it and took it well, and it was such a fun finish to that game. It was when I was actually there in person taking photos. Um, and you could tell how much that meant to, to Milan, to the team. Uh, everyone was ecstatic. It was a massive win. It's it's always fun to beat um, Las Vegas. They are one of the closer teams uh, proximity-wise to the Monarchs. And it was a good win and a very dramatic game. So a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun to see them uh, get that win in a season that has been pretty tough. The Monarchs' next game is away to El Paso Locomotive on July 31st. Um, that should be a fun one. Uh, that's at 7.30 p.m., and you can catch that on ESPN+. That's it for this week, and we'll be back next Monday to catch you up on all things uh, that happened happened over the next week. Thanks.